When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback Four for this Sunday night. I think it's around the thirtieth of January at this stage. Um, the year's flying in; it'll be Christmas before we know it. Um, no football at the moment. The transfer window closes out. I think it's eleven pm tomorrow night. And Liverpool have done something really nice, really nice for the fans in signing and confirming Luis Diaz as a Liverpool player on a five and a half year deal from Porto. Um, all that was released today on their social media. And we're going to have a big chat about him. We're going to have a big chat about Carvalho or Fulham. Um, maybe a couple of outgoings at Liverpool. We're definitely going to have a look around the Premier League as to who's going to go for who and will panic set in. And we're going to have a lovely time doing it. Keith is Warriors Columbia top. I'm on the cans. I presume Kev is as well. He's just hiding them. Shawnee, his body's a fucking temple, so don't, don't even go there. Um, Shawnee, Keith and Kev with me. Um, loads and loads of people watching. Um, so what's our first target? 100 likes. And um, we're at 83. So that's when we get to that, we'll see where we go from there. Shani, I'm going to come to you first. Um, targeting 100 likes, but we we passed 12K, which took us about a year and a half to do from 11K, I think. Um, but we got there in the end. Um, flying we are, Shani. Always. Best out there. About 63 shows a week. A week. Now, boy, <laughs> <laughs> no hype, no hype, no pretending, no or else. Just four lads having the chat. And the best thing is, Gav, the people in there seem to enjoy it. And that's the main thing. So, uh, we're, we're building sort of a community. There's, there's names that have been there since Periscope, and it seems to be growing every week. And the best thing about it is, they're all good eggs. You know what I mean? You look in the chat, and there's no animosity, there's nobody looking for bites. Everybody seems to get along. So, uh, yeah, delighted to be part of this, and uh, I think we'll continue to grow. Once we're honest with each other, we'll continue to grow. And Once that, we show up cool. and they show up, we're granted. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Uh, Reclaimer, who is the head of likes, he's the official head of likes on this channel now because uh, he does it every day of the week. He wants 1,000 likes in this in this show. I don't think I like you'll get that. that. But, um, yeah. one four, we're on 148, so let's see if we can get to two, and then we go from there. Keith, um, Columbia jersey on. Um, yeah. you are never going to wear anything else. If that nope. was in the watch, you were going to come naked. Um, yep. is the word. But um, 
How nice has it been over the last 24, 36, 48 hours with all the Luis Diaz stuff going on? It's been great. Look, it's been it's been brilliant. Me and Kev done a transfer show only on Thursday or Wednesday yeah. night. And uh, I, I jokingly said to Kev, are Liverpool going to do any business? No. Okay, we move on. Because we genuinely didn't think anything would have happened with Liverpool. But we're going to come on to Liverpool's transfer business um, as the show goes on. But it's a, it's a statement. It's a statement of intent. It's something that maybe a lot of us didn't see coming, certainly didn't see coming. And it's a very pleasant surprise. The player himself is an excellent player. And by signing Luis Diaz, what we've done is we've added, I won't say proven quality, but we've added a, a threat to a front line that already posed a threat. And we've added a threat that doesn't need to hit the ground running and can be part of a group and everything about it to me just seems perfect. The type of player he is, the style that we have, it's just screaming out success, success, success. And that's why, like, if you look on social media pages and that, you'll see teams, when they sign a player, they start proclaiming how brilliant this player is, even though he hasn't done that yet. And we're seeing it with... Uh, we're seeing it with the likes of, you know, Spurs are signing Kozlevski off um, Juventus. I'll guarantee it, a lot of them haven't seen him playing, but it's that excitement of getting a new player in. Liverpool, I can genuinely say, I think this one's going to be a success. Now, whether it's an immediate success or it's a success in a year, this one is going to be a success because the style of player, the gradual pro- progression of the player throughout his career is all on an upward trajectory and it's all pointing in one way and it's pointing for success for Liverpool and very exciting I said previously Rafinha over Luis Diaz I openly said that but this is the smart one this is the the price that you're getting them for the player that you're getting the needs of the team I just think it's success route all over Kev I'm going to get on to Shani in a minute about the timeline and all this but um, you know there's a lot of excitement going going on around this signing um, the way it's happened and, we, and as I said we'll talk about that in a minute but but for you, like, to do something in January um, when we're only talking during the week about how fit our actual squad is going into, going into Cardiff. Yeah, that's right. It's another, it's another boost, isn't it? We don't know where it's going to take us, but it's another boost. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the cherry on the, on the icing on the cake. It's the cream on the cherry and the icing on the cake. Because when we were, we were chatting to Keith the other night, and I, he asked me that. I said no. And I said, look, when... By the time the Cardiff game comes around and everyone comes back, the squad is virtually fully fit. There's no one out long-term, and Klopp has options. I was happy. I, if we'd done nothing going into the second half of the season, I, I was happy. But the fact that Klopp has come out and said, look, the opportunity came up. Spur, look, it's no, there's no doubt about it that the interest from Spurs triggered this move. And... He's one glaring stat that came out when I was looking at looking at him for the Champions League. You know how they do those sprint stats? He's two kilometers an hour faster than any one of our forwards. That includes Mo and Sadio. I don't think he looks that fast. He's very quick with the ball. With the ball at his feet, he's very quick. He's elusive. And he's he when he was a Porto, he wasn't afraid to try stuff. Now I'm not expecting anything for the next few months. I, we all know how Klopp works and we know how he likes to integrate these players and the fact that you've got four forwards to pick for three spots plus him 
There's no pressure on him to do it now. It's not like when we signed Virgil. Uh, well, Chris was saying on Friday night, it's not like when we signed Virgil that he came in on day one, right, fixed the back four. You know, and it had to work. And it had to work on day one. This kid has got a, a luxury that he was targeted for the summer. He was a summer signing, brought forward, but now he's got a betting in period. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've almost got your probationary period before the real business starts next summer. And it's it's just got to bode well. The fact that he's 25, the contract's till 2027, the price, the wages, the ease at which the deal was done, the fact that the player rejected other clubs to come, you know, and the poor, and the Colombian journalists are saying he's the best player to come out of Colombia ever. And when you're looking at the likes of Ramadal Falcao, in his pomp, in my opinion, was one of the top three centre forwards of his generation. That's some statement. You know, so... Well, it won't have any of that slander against Carlos Valderrama. But. <laughs> he had the best hair. Yeah, the best here, but that was a different era, let's be fair. Um, the funny thing about Valderrama is, is how key he actually is to his career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah see um, that. I, off the ball, did a brilliant piece on him the other day. And to be honest with you, if he was signing for United at Chelsea or Man City, after listening to that, I probably would have been rooting for him. <laughs> well, the fellow who was playing, playing high-level football as a kid in Colombia with no boots. Yeah. He's from an indigenous tribe where you have less than zero percent chance of making it. Like you know what I mean? So it's it's a huge like I don't people saying it's a statement statement. I don't think it is. What I think it is, it's it's a Liverpool sign, and that's what'll frighten everybody else. Yeah. Because we seem to get these ones right. Like I seen a I seen a chart this one, earlier. This one feels a bit different though, Shawnee. And you know sorry, I want to read out the super chat because we're on with the you, right? Marcus Barnes says, I wonder how many pairs of boxers Shawnee went through when he heard the Diaz news. He's been raving about him for a while. Now, there's mixed things on this, Shawnee, because you said to me the other day when it was when it was more or less confirmed, you said, I might need to eat a bit of humble pie here. Um, because you were of the opinion, look, they won't do anything. They'll, they'll mm. you know, they'll mm-hmm. keep it, they'll keep it for the summer and stuff like that. But first of all, Shawnee, like, I think it feels a bit different because Salah was like, didn't do it in the Premier League. Mane was like, he's coming from Southampton. This fella seems to be raved about and we've done a deal at this price. That's the first thing. And second of all, like Shani, they were just clinical. They didn't wait and go, let's see if Spores, if it doesn't happen at Spores and we get him in the summer. They were clinical. They looked at it. They went in and they done the deal. There's no messing it about. Are you hoping that's a sign of things to come? I've lashed you with questions there, sorry. No, like... The thing for me, right, in, in like windows gone boy, we've seen two things. We don't hesitate in going for a second choice. We passed up on Jamal Lewis because Norwich wanted too much. Werner fucked himself over, asking for too much money. We just moved on and we got Jota. And then you had Virgil all the way back when, when we were prepared to wait. And then you had Kanate last January, who again, and I'll give Keith his flowers because he was the one saying, oh, I think we want Kanate last January and we waited we waited and we got him but this is the this is the the other side of the coin they wanted him and the big takeaway from today was Klopp said in that in that interview he was the player we really wanted and they were willing to step up and it just 
it makes me believe more that we were bidding 75 and 80 million for Chiesa last summer. Because mm-hmm. it, it made me realise the fucking money is there and they are serious about this. And when they have a player in their mind, they are going to go and get him and they'll do whatever it takes. And Liverpool, like I th- it always comes out when Swiss Ramble does up his numbers. We pay out a lot of money to agents. That's that's paying dividends now because yeah. that whoever this agent is felt some sort of loyalty to Liverpool to say, look, listen, sports are in here and they're serious and Porto need the money and they're going to take it. And the player's not totally against it and he does want to move to Liverpool. And Liverpool went in there. So sports done all the heavy lifting for us and we go in and take them. Like we put the big points, big pants on, and got and got the fucking deal done, and, and that's what you love to see, and that's that's what makes so many other teams envious of Liverpool and how they operate. Now, I don't know who to give credit for the deal, and I don't really care because these these lads are paid to do this a lot of money. Whether it was Julia Ward or Michael Edwards, they're fucking good at their jobs, and it just for me, Gav, that was a sign. That was sort of a sign going, look, we are serious here. And you need to believe us because I think a lot of people had, for me included, had begun to grow frustrated with maybe how FSG's approach was. And that's why I'm saying I'm going to eat a humble pie because I was completely wrong. And in hindsight, which is always 2020, they have a fucking plan. They have a plan. And look at Klopp. He knew. They knew. And that's all that matters. And the player's there and he's ours now. And as terms of me going on about him for a while, to be honest with you, I only kind of start paying any real mind to him at the Copa America this year. Uh, he was lined the place up. He, he drags Colombia through. I don't think he's played a tournament. I think Messi gets it, but I think there was a bit of... Um, <laughs> he, he, won a, and he won an award for... Um, I don't know what it was called, but basically was of, the sensation of the tournament. He actually yeah. did get an award for the surprise package. He was the yeah. top scorer. He was in the top tournament that many, well. many yeah. felt he should have been player of the tournament. And... He was brilliant. And then, Gav, I was at the game. Um, the Porto game. <laughs> Sorry. Super chat from Sean has heard Linda's facelift is being moved to the summer. Um, Linda doesn't need a facelift. She's no, playing no. God. Shame on you, Sean. Um, Sorry, can you. I just stop you there? Because there's a couple of couple of comments in there with regards to a situation that came to light today with regards to a Premier League player. All right. Um, first of all, we won't be discussing that in any way, shape or form. And if you can refrain from talking about it in the chat, please do, um, because it's not the place to do it. Um, it's not the time to do it. And we are, we're, we're 100% not going to ch- talk about it. So if you can, if you can kind of leave off in the chat, um, leave it off. Just that's all I'm going to say on it. Sorry, Shani, continue. And Gal, I was at the part of the game and I only, I had a look at it the other day because I, rem- I do remember. I left that ground and I turned around and I said, what, what was the message I put in the group? I, I forwarded it back in the other day. I said, lads, imagine your man Lewis Diaz in their team. Hmm. And a few of the lads were going, oh, I don't know. I said, I'm telling you now, he is not going to be there long because yeah. he's different fucking gravy. And he wasn't even that good that night. But everything was going through them. He was that catalyst. Our, our players were bouncing off them. Even though it was only, uh, I think it was Nico Williams on him that night. Our players, Mo bounced off him at one stage on the halfway line. Everything was going through him. And I was thinking, Jesus Christ, he looks the part. Imagine him and our team. And it, it's really, really exciting because he's he's a bit different to, like, he has that gold trip, but he has that bit of Angel Di Maria about him, that bit of yeah. the flair, the, the unpredictability. 
And I think that's kind of what we're missing because our front three have become predictable at times. Not and, and you, we throw Jota in down now, so we've 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 effectively got a, a five piece now up front. And I was just thinking the other day, imagine the mess and him and Bobby are going to be doing a training. Imagine the <laughs> mess and Bobby are going to be doing training and open games because that's the type of player he is. He's flair. He's going to be getting people up off the seats, and most importantly, he puts the fucking ball on the net. Uh, I think it. I think it's huge for us. And look, who doesn't love a South American at Liverpool? They they've famously done well at this club, yeah. and they're famously adored and held in high regard. So I don't see a change in with him. And uh, he seems like the right type of character as well. His his message to the fans and to the club apart, though, it just speaks speaks volumes, Gav. And we get these right more than we get them wrong. And that can't be said for the others because. Look at all the marquee signings around Premier League now. Grealish, Sancho, Lukaku, Havertz, Werner. All of these players, not many of them walk out. We seem to be getting this right. And that will put the shits up a lot of people with the business that we just did. And I then... Think, I think... Go on. And then what we're looking to probably do tomorrow as well. So it goes yeah. to show you now that Club 2.0 was in full swing and... Well, we have a leg up now when we needed it. Because let's be honest, you didn't want to be doing all this come May, June, and July. But that's a key point because it now means we can go in. If we do the one we're going to come on to as well in the while, that means we can literally put our focus into the midfield in the summer. Do you know what I mean? We've Not that we fixed our forward line. It wasn't wrong with our forward line. We've brought in additions into the team at an age that's good. Like You touched on it there, Shani, that them sort of transfers we get right that 23 to 25 years old that 30 to 40 million range we tend to hit with them do you know what I mean they're, that's their sweet spot they're the ones that we tend to do and we tend to do well this is this is the the start of the the rebuild for want of a better word and when you look at the age profile where we do have players that are old not old sorry Milner is the, the, the senior the senior servant but then the likes of Henderson and all is getting up there we're bringing in young players all the time now, they might not be the ones that everyone, you know, Harvey Elliott, Cade Gordon, Fabio Carvalho, if that one comes through. They're young guys there, but they're very highly rated. And in two or three years, you're hoping with the likes of Curtis Jones, with the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold, that we're going to have players in the team that aren't costing us a lot of money. We're going to fill our team with players that are not costing... 60 million. You look at Man City. I heard a stat on, I think it was the Anfield Raptor that day, and all transfers between 50 and 60 million, Man City have made 37% of them in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like their spot is filled with that range of player. We're looking to do it different. And Sean, he touched on something there that he doubted that um, FSG had the maybe the, the wherewithal and the planning to do this. And this shows that they, they have, this shows that. When we said about Kanate last season, if we could have, if someone had a bid for Kanate in January and Leipzig were open to sell, I think we'd have diving in and bought Kanate then because when we want the player, we'll pull the trigger. Klopp has always said that he doesn't want to wait for his second choice. And look, down the years, we know Mo wasn't the first choice, it was advised to him. But now, if it's a big player that Klopp wants, you'll get him. People will throw Timo Werner in, or Klopp wanted Timo Werner. I'm sure he did want Timo Werner on paper to add to a, a front line, but 
he was happy with, with, you know, with Jota, with who he got, because he's taken the advice of Pep Linders, of Vito Mat- Victor Matos, um, all these guys coming from Portugal. And you'll see the more and more links we're getting with Portugal's league and Portuguese players. It's only going to get stronger. And that's the way we're going to start moving. We're going to look, I think, at more of those players. Like, 30, what's it, 37, 37 million? 37 million rising to, well, 37 million pounds. 12, they're saying. Yeah, 12.5 in in achievable add-ons and another five in exceptional add-ons. Yeah. You know, God willing, he, he hits them all. You know? Exactly. Happy to pay, to pay out. Always happy to pay out. Yeah, well, if he hits, if he hits them all, Liverpool are doing something right. And that yeah. 12.5 million is dwarfed by whatever we're doing. Um, yeah. The whole thing around spores, and it's a bit strange because Liverpool do act on this. You know, they act on it and they go, right, spores are making a bid. But there must have been something in place where I think Porto. When the money came in, I'm not too sure if Luis Diaz is saying, I want to go to England, I want to go to sports. But I think what's happening is I think they're looking at it and they're saying to themselves, "We, I think I think Porto need that money. And I think they yep, need it now. And I think I think that's the biggest factor in it. Because if they didn't, they would be able to say to sports, even if they're talking to Liverpool in the background, Liverpool are going, listen, we'll give you 50 in the summer. There's no problem there. Stay where he is, we'll give you 50 in the summer. But I think something's happened there where they go, we need that 35. We need it now. We need it on the on the balance on on the balance sheets. But and when Liverpool happens, give eight million straight down. Yeah. yeah apparently, what happened? Yeah, but what, what happened was they were they were on the verge of being thrown out of Europe for the next three years if they didn't pay. Yeah. I think six point eight million euro had to be paid today. By the yeah, by the end of the month. Okay. And if they didn't, then they would. That's why Liverpool paid it. It's almost like a down payment. To yeah. get the otherwise Porto would have been out of Europe for the next yeah. three years. Uh, but I, I, think, I, I think it's actually worked well for Liverpool because with with Spurs going in there and making that bid and Porto needing it, Liverpool have obviously Liverpool have obviously been clearly told, listen, this player you're in for, Spurs have a bid in here. We need the money. So we can't wait until the summer. Will you do it now? And Liverpool went, Yeah, we'll do it now then. Okay, no problem. And Diaz picks Sp- uh, Liverpool over Spurs. Now there's talk of Daniel Levy putting in a in a complaint about how it was done. Hilarious. But Daniel Levy is making bids for f- fucking players at Porto. Anyone can make bids. It's not yeah. like he, he, you know, it's not like when you when you when you go to book something online and you get five minutes where it's your booking until before you let it go. It's not how it works. You know the sort of way. And and like all this talk of Spurs is, is fucking madness. And they're chasing the they're, they're, they're running around like a dog with two Mickeys at the minute. Um, <laughs> You know, but it's, they all are, Gav. No, they Every all are. But, but, but I want Keith. I want to ask you this, all right? And I put it to you. I've said for ages that the next signing at Liverpool in a forward position needs to be a banger, right? Yeah. Because when we look at it here, we're saying to ourselves: Firmino, Salah, Mane, Jota, right? And then you're saying Minamino, Origi, but they're really being used quite clearly in emergency or when we have to do it you know um, extreme rotation whereas and I kept saying if we get one in to replace one of those two it ups the levels massively right but also you have to look for the future because you have to look at Manny you have to look at Firmino and possibly Salah if the, if the deal doesn't get signed somebody that's going to take 
themselves on over the next six to 12 months and go, I have to be in this team. And if one of them leaves, I'm 100% in this team and I'm absolutely able to do it. And it looks like Liverpool have done that because he comes with a really good goals and assist record. Um, he has all the, he has all the tools as opposed to be a really good Liverpool player. They didn't mess about Keith. They didn't go in somewhere for 15 million and just fill it, fill another number. They've gone in, they spent significant money, probably a cup price deal, to be honest with you. But they have a fella that's absolutely like raved about in, in Portugal and, and like Kev said earlier, for, um, straight out of Colombia. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's all about the, the trajectory that the player is on. So, um, Luis Diaz, Sean, you said he was playing indigenous football. He gets seen by the local club, Baron Keogh. He plays for them. He does well. Uh, junior, the Colombian team take him on. He's doing well for them. He's getting goals for them. Playing out left side, cuts in on the right foot all the time. And Porto take a punt on him. He's only there two and a half years at Porto, I think. Yeah, it is. Two yeah, and a half yeah. years. Yeah. And he, year on year, it's progressing. This year, he's got like 14 goals in 18 games or something. You know, he's, he's really stepping up. And we're getting a player that's ready for that next step. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like uh, you're just getting, he's not stagnating. Every step of his career is the next step, the next step, the next step up. And that's what we're looking at with this fella. It's it's a statement in that, I know we, we said, like, maybe not a statement, but you're buying that player. Look, I, I hope Taki Minamino, I, I wanted him to do well at Liverpool. I, if he stays with Liverpool, I still want him to do well. But he was a risky signing, seven and a half million. It was one that you, you'd say, right, it was worth the risk. But you're right, we're playing with him and Origi. They're there and they're not trusted. You know, they're part of a front line and they're maybe not trusted. And now we go to a situation where we've got five players that, you know, I would say are the lead forwards. You know, Judge Luis Diaz on his, his time of Porto in the Champions League at for Colombia, and you're looking at an elite forward to add to an already elite forward line, and it puts pressure on Mane, it puts pressure on Firmino, not just in the team, not just on the pitch, but in their contract negotiations as well, because you've also got a situation there where we all know Salah has all the, le- the leverage for his negotiations, so we'll pull him to one side, we're hoping for the best with that, um, but the other two were in maybe a bit of a, not a trickier situation, but I don't think the, the urge will be as there to to sign them up as readily. And I think now, if Liverpool look at it and say, look, Bobby, we bought in Jota now. And, you know, not that you're not as important as you were, but you're not a front part of the front three anymore. And now to Mane, you can say, look, there's a fella here who's breathing down your neck as well. But that's it, Keith. It's not, a case of, that. it's not a case of, listen, Bobby, Jota's deadly. You're not in the front three anymore. It's a case of lining these five lads up yeah. and saying... To, 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 to traditional front three, as we would call them, Jota and Luis Diaz and go, there's three spots in this side. I don't care who you fucking are, but you are all, five years are brilliant, and there's three spots. Whoever wants them, go and take them. If you don't want them, to, we've loads of quality around you. Rather than, with all due respect, like I think Minamino's done okay as this fifth kind of number five striker this season. I think he's done more than okay. But instead of us looking come the weekend going, Minamino will play against Cardiff and you kind of have a bit of doubt. If, if you're telling me that, you know, Firmino and Mane won't play, but I'm going to put in Jota and Luis Diaz, it's a completely different fucking, it's a completely different scenario. Like, you know, um, 14 goals and four assists for Diaz this season so far, says just. Um, Joe Linton's right hand man is in the group. Uh, lovely. I love a Newcastle fan. 
Diaz is a solid replacement because owners know Newcastle are coming in with a massive bid of 120 million quid in the morning. If they turn up with 120 million quid, um, I don't know what what part of Salah they're looking to get for that, but um, let us know. Um, but sure, that's, that's, Man United that's, are looking for 12 million off Newcastle to loan them. That was one Jesse of the Lingard. strangest things. He was out of contract they wanted, they in the summer. They, they want wanted, a bonus they wanted, if wanted, he keeps him in the blade leg. They wanted yeah. him to pay all his wages. They yeah. wanted something like X amount per, a million per month and then they had to pay more if they stayed up for a loan. Yeah. For million million it would have worked out about a million a game or something It was like absolutely brilliant. Well, Joe Linton says, look, come on Man City. Um, okay, uh, we've lost you now. You're seeing a pattern there now with clubs that are dealing with Man City, especially top clubs. They're not going to help them. And why should they? You know, with Newcastle. Offer, if, well, why should any of the top clubs look to help Newcastle, especially the ones in England? Because if they go down, that's a year's grace that the likes of United and City and everyone else have who are going to be trying to sign the type of players that Newcastle are going to be looking at in the summer. And Newcastle will blow those clubs out all of us out of the water with the fees they're willing to pay in the summertime. You know, Bruno Gamares did the sign today, 40 million. There, bang, go. You know, absolute quality player. They've got some muck as well, but even when they turn around and sign Woods, they didn't even play Can Island paying, paying out his contract at 25 million. He needs a donkey. You know, so. I think that was Marnham, only one than anything else. Yeah, but I it's, think what Newcastle are trying to do is Newcastle, I think, are going about it the right way. They're picking up players that we all know are quality, like. Uh, that guy from Dan Bourne as well. Gamarez, but yeah. that guy from Dan Gamarez. Bourne. Yeah, but but Gamarez in particular, Shani, I know you were saying during the week you really rate him, right? But that's one way you go. He's he's one way you definitely want him regardless. Whereas the yeah. likes of Lingard, they're trying to be clever. Instead of putting seven players in at massive money, they're trying to I think they're trying to bring in three or four that they know they'll keep there, like Trippier or whatever it might be, right? And Chris Wood can be, can be got rid of if they need to. But what I'm saying is they're trying to be clever with the likes of a Lingard deal where you go, he's good quality, he'll keep us up. But if we get him at the right price, he can go back to United and they can do business. But other clubs are looking going, well, hold on, you you want us to loan him to you so you can stay up and then compete against us next season. So, next this season is price. Transfer, so the loan's going to cost you 20 million quid. You know, so Newcastle are trying, are trying to be clever. <laughs> well, Newcastle are trying to be clever in the way they're doing tomorrow. it, but they're going to be we'll hampered now. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, you'll know tomorrow at eleven o'clock. Yeah, what, what, yeah. how they're going about it? If they go with, if they take the risk and don't do any more business, or if they start pressing panic buttons all over the shop, then there will be red lights, red flags all over yeah. the place. There, yeah, but you know there's I mean? probably more to come in at Newcastle. I think. Yeah, I think they probably, probably will, and I don't think it'll be Lingard. They'll get no, I don't think I don't think it will be Lingard. I could see him going back to West Ham if he goes anywhere. The thing is, I can't understand how they haven't looked for quality. Like, or, I know they've looked for quality defenders in um, Diego Carlos and stuff like that. But I, yeah. I, Botman as well. I can't believe they haven't signed someone like that. Like, I, like they have Saint Maximum, right? Chris Wood is a Premier League striker, right? Fine, they have him. They have good forward players, they've, and they've added a midfield by the looks of it. But I can't understand how they haven't gone out and gone. Listen, we need. A fucking brilliant centre half here. You know, let's build it all on that. And they still seem to be messing around less than 24 hours to go. And we still don't know if Newcastle have a centre half. But anyway, we'll, see, we'll talk about that in a little bit. They've um, got Dan Bourne, right? Sorry, before we move on from that, Dan Bourne's a good signing for them because he can play left full as well, even though he's about six foot eight. He is a good player for them. And I think he's a Newcastle fan, was he? He was at Newcastle when he was young and he got. got Logo, um, yeah. 
let go. Yeah, so that's a good signing. If they have anything about them, they'll go to Liverpool and take Nat Phillips, and they'll just say, right. Well, that's where I, that's where I think Nat Phillips will end up tomorrow. But we, we look, we talked yeah, about it in the last few minutes of the show, right? Kev, mm-hmm. we've talked about Lewis Diaz. We've talked about how it's gone on. We've talked about, you know, the sports stuff, how we've been clinical and stuff like that. But just want to ask you, the way this has unfolded, it's clearly a case, and Klopp has made some comments and been quoted. It's clearly a case that Luis Diaz was part of a plan for the summer, right? Yeah. How confident are you now after seeing how kind of clinical Liverpool were in this deal? And I suppose the the rumours of maybe Minamino and Origi could go tomorrow. How confident are you when it comes to the summer that Liverpool, he was just part of a plan, not the, not the actual plan, if you know what I mean. Are you yeah. confident that when it comes to the summer that they go, we are going to do Luis Diaz and A and B, but now we just have to do A and B because we don't do Luis Diaz early? Or are you still thinking, I hope he wasn't just the one in the summer and we've just done it six months early and we're all going to scratch our ass for three months during the summer? Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think we can afford to do that. Um, we know that Milner's going. Um, we know that Henderson can't do the role that the position demands for the length of a season. We we know that. So we know that we... Ha- and Thiago's struggles playing consecutive, you know, staying fit. We don't know what the story is with Ox and Naby, but from what I saw of Naby in the AFCON, he looked healthy, he looked fit and strong. And he was okay. Ox has been okay this season. Now, there was a name thrown out earlier on. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but an offer went in apparently for Chuanami. Now, from Keith, you were really, yeah. Okay, uh, maybe me. you were, yeah, you were, re- you're really big on him. Yeah. So if that's the caliber of, whole, I mean, the thing is, we could have gone for Zachariah. Nobody in the Premier League did. Juventus did. You know, so that tells me that they know a lot more than what we do. You know, so. I'm liking the caliber of players that are where names are being th- the names are being thrown around, you know, because Diaz's name has been thrown around for a good while. Bowen is another name that's been linked around. Another it name that got linked know. around earlier today was um, Yuri Tillemans. Yeah, but that he, was starting he, to gain traction as well. Now, yeah. isn't it forty million? He, but is, yeah, is that he, something that's gathering traction for tomorrow or gathering traction no, for the summer? It'll be for no, the summer. summer. Okay, it'll be for the summer because he's got twelve well, months left in his contract. Bellingham's the one that I would take above them all, but I think that'll be the following summer. I think Dortmund will look to get another year out with him and then sell him on. And I don't think it'll yeah. be 100 million either. I think it'd no, probably I don't be either. between well, 70 and 80 million. I think Sancho went for less and Haaland will go for less. I just think... Yeah, but has Haaland, go for, Haaland will go for less because of the, the boyo clauses in it. Yeah, but I think I the, the length of contract will be, be, contract be reduced by a further 12 months. Mm-hmm. and They'll let him the, go next summer, Bellingham. Yeah, they'll let him go next summer. Haaland will go for 68 million because that's what the contract says. Sancho went for 73 yeah. uh, because his contract was a year further down the line. You know, Bellingham will be a year further down the line and he'll probably, I think, maybe only have two or three years left in his deal. So that's something that we'll look at. But something that we're always jumping to the conclusion of, and I'm as guilty as anyone else, and I've literally just done it there, is we assume that they won't sell the two of them in the one summer. Why won't they? Yeah, why won't they? Because they'll reinvest it and they'll have... Fucking five players lined up to replace the two of them for half the time. The only thing I 
I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if there's a where about I'd say we're about eighteen to twelve, twelve to eighteen months in on that Bellingham deal. Groundwork is being laid a long yeah. time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, these I, deals I, just I, don't happen. I just think the metrics with that one, it does make complete sense. And yeah, like he's the one for me anyway. Or I, 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 I said, now what did I say, Gav? You said to me if you could get two players in the summer, I said Lewis Diaz and Bellingham. We we yeah. we fast forward to that one. And do you know what? But assume it. I'm not, assume I'm not, I'm not, it was the one I'm for not, you in the in the January if you could do it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 and I'd still do with Silman. If He's it, been if linked to as well now in this window. If the off-the-field stuff clears up, I'd have not. he's not going to be short to suitors, but I think, I don't, I hate the fucking generational talent show, but genuinely, I do believe that Bellingham, he, he's going to carry that England team yeah. for, for years, and... I, I think it's made for him. I genuinely. I, I don't know. I don't know how you. I, but I don't know how you leave Bellingham for another year. And what I mean by that is, well, you can't. No, like, because what he's I'm so is, good. Bab, he's so good that even though his contract's running down, his value will go up. Yeah, because so for good. me, for me, when you look in the midfield in the summer, I think James Milner goes. I hope he stays in the yeah. club, but I, I don't think he will. I think he'll end up going and playing a year somewhere else, and maybe we can get him back because I think he's been brilliant at the club for seven odd years or however he's been. Long. I think it's seven, and and I'm okay with that, right? I think they'll make a call on another midfielder as well, right? One of two. I, I I'm going to give you the the unpopular. I think one of the traditional front three goals in the summer. Yeah, but it, I'm just talking from a midfield sense, Johnny. Like, because I'm looking at yeah, it going, but Pav, I think that, and that's what's going to be the fuel for the fire for the midfield, because they will, they, they will do that. Right. They will. So you do think that. you think actually a forward leaving will be the will be the trigger for bringing in a midfielder? Not necessarily. Not in the sell to boy capacity. I just think it that will that will show you what sort of market we're in them for a midfielder. I wouldn't go near to him. I Peter said, John in the comments there saying. Zachariah and Kessie, they can't run. That yeah. they can't run. They can't run. Kev's big on Zachariah. Yeah. He's a but he's a sitter in front of a back four. Yeah. That that is what yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he can do with are a centre back as well. Tiemans can't run. Tiemans yeah. no. can't run. Hasn't got the legs. Tiemans is. Tielemans would be Bellingham light. I think. I think Bellingham. What Bellingham does is what Tielemans essentially does as well. So I don't. I think it's going to be it. What I would do, ideal world, I think we need, and sorry for cutting in on you, lads, I think we need two midfield players. If we can do Bellingham, and in my show, I'd say too many, that sets you up for years to come. But too many, I only say him because I think he's cheaper than Basuma. I think my argument about Basuma has always been, I think Brighton get top dollar for him, and I think there's other players that you can probably get cheaper. The strong but room was around today that um, Eve Basuma could actually still go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, well, it wouldn't um, be surprised. He's been, he's been linked with Villa, but apparently, when I was talking Arsenal to Colin, as well. yeah, when I was talking to Colin last week, he said, "Look, Villa went in for Basuma, got quoted X amount of money, too much, and walked away from it." You know, Arsenal being linked, but Arsenal, Arsenal and Spurs are being linked with everyone because Arsenal they just seem to be running around going, you know, like Arsenal. What's in here? What, what have you got in here? And they just seem to be doing all that sort of stuff. But I think for me, right, one of Gravenberch and Bellingham, one of one of the two. 
I think you can build around them. I think them two lads are going to be the dominant midfielders of that generation. I haven't seen that in too many, but I, I trust judgment because... If I said to you, Shawnee, if I said to you in the summer, I can get you Bellingham and Graffenbach for about 125 million quid. Right? I'd be asking you to send some of the class A's that you're right. yeah, no. yeah, well, send some of that if you, if you, if you put Bellingham in at 80 if you put Bellingham in at 80 you're definitely taking Grabenbach out of there for 45 million quid so 125 awesome, million yeah, quid right and, you're, and that's going to replace Milner and let's just say an Ox or a Nabby at 25 million so it's going to cost you 100 million quid in the summer okay for these two players and they're going to be on probably less money than the two that are leaving Right. Of course they will. Right. Milner's, on, Milner's on a big wage. And yeah. I said to you, we're going to do that on the 4th of July and we're not going to do a fucking tap after that. Are you taking it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not about, it's not about, like, again, it's not about quantity. It's no. not. It's about getting the right player. So what we've done now with this Diaz thing is we've actually given ourselves leg room in the summer because we didn't, none of us expected Anton to come in this window. Yeah, we even thought if we sold the couple, we wouldn't get one in. Mm. You know what I mean? We've pushed forward on on the Diaz now, so you can let you have your summer now to go. Right, I might pick up in the ilk of a Simicas somebody to cover Trent, and you can go one midfielder. Right, you can go one midfielder if you're keeping Ox and Kate, which could happen, which could happen. But if you're letting either Ox or Kate go, and Milner's out. That means whatever money you have, you can go. You go big on your one midfielder. You get like someone like a supporting cast, someone else to go in there. And again, you just need someone of that ilk to cover. Um, Trent, because I do think I think that is one of those areas that will niggle, and it'd be yeah. nice to take Trent out every now and again. But it it I think it could come down to one of the front three because that I look mouse. I think mouse signs. All right, so we'll we'll discount we'll we'll count him out, right? Well, I, I think, think it's I think no matter who you fucking sign, if you don't get his deal done, you're like, what the fuck, yeah? But um, imagine Bobby strikes me as the type of bloke who might hang around on less money, yeah. do a year extension. But Bobby could easily go to Barcelona. Well, the way and they're signing like players, yeah. And then Mane, I, I I do think there will be clubs who would take Mane, obviously because he's he's still he's he's ripping her up at the Afcon. You know, yeah. we've kind of gotten used to. So, the, I think the club they will be smart, but the wheels are starting to turn now, Gav. I, we used to like it's this has gone from a rebuild to just a refresh, and I think that's that's a, that's that's good because rebuilds are never good, but a refresh is always good if you get if we, if we sell if, if we start the reset. So we we'll basically have Diaz six months experience ready to start next year. And then you're bringing in, however, say for argument's sake, a Gravenberge or a Bellingham. And but if, you, but if, you, if you if you sell if you sell Sadio Mane, you need to buy yourself another forward because Minamino is being heavily linked with. You don't, away have you, you won't because what they'll do is this will be, this is where the natural progression will come in, and they will probably trust Kay Gordon then, mm. or this Cavallo lad coming in who can play across the front three, and this is what they look at. Guy. Yeah, maybe yeah. so because I, I've, I'm still on the argument of um, letting one of Mane or Firmino run their contract down and extending one of them 
by a year to give yourself a bit of breathing room because Minamino's being linked heavily away to Leeds and I think Origi will be I think a, I think you might see a couple of bids come in for Origi tomorrow and, well, and I've no issue I've no issue with that Monday. because if you said to me Origi or Minamino leaves the club and you bring in Lewis Diaz I'm all for it because yeah, it's still funny. the same numbers and it's more quality and it's more reliability and it's more trust uh, Sion Gosh says uh, Shua Many is excellent very unique one of its kind we don't have too many top central defenders midfielders in the world he can play alongside and also replace Fabinho in the future and he's fast as well his footer is fast yeah, so let, he's big long legs gets into the tackles he's a cracking player let's move on to um, what we might see tomorrow regarding Liverpool and what we might see regarding the Premier League as well right so to be alive. Kev um, Carvalho from Fulham out of contract in the summer um, Liverpool supposedly aim at a five million pound bid. Okay, um, talk is that they could loan them back. They may not, um, but I feel like this one, Kev, is a case of Liverpool going. We'll take them now, but we won't. We won't take them in the summer. And if they don't, he'll go on to the continent, i.e. Dortmund, for free. Yeah. So Fulham are a little bit snookered here, but may get the little sweetener of the loan for six months. And as Sean has said there, he may be someone that comes in and you say, we'll take him as a we'll take him as a Minamino replacement in the squad and Kay Gordon will come in as an Origi replacement in the squad and you keep as is but um, what do you make of this player Kev because he's been at Fulham a, a little while now he is highly rated and to see him with six months left on his, on his Fulham deal is a little bit surprising considering how highly rated he is yeah, it's. I mean, the only bits I've seen of him, I haven't watched much much of him in the Championship, apart from the clips that everyone else has seen. And he reminds me an awful lot of what Harvey Elliott offers you in the midfield three. I don't think he's quick enough to play as a forward, as a front three player. But he could, between him and Harvey Elliott, could end up pushing each other for a starting spot in a midfield three with more experienced players around them. Um, for the money, it's nothing. It's a free. It's a free hit. It's it's win win for everyone around for for us and for the player. If he kicks on like everyone says he's going to, in five years' time, you're going to be talking about a player who's worth 50, 60 million quid. Mm. You know, and that's the hope. But that's an awful lot of ifs, buts, and maybe's have to go right. I think the idea of loaning him back to Fulham makes complete sense. He's settled in London. You don't want to be moving cities at that age unless you're going to be coming into a squad to play, which he won't be. So leave him in London. Let him get promoted. Come back in a pre in to Liverpool in a fresh start preseason, and then he'll start the learning process for next year. What you guys were on about earlier on with about who's going to sit, which forwards are going to stay and go, and what have you? You got to remember next next season is going to be a really long extended season with a hell of a lot of football. So I wouldn't like to see anyone leaving from our forward line whatsoever. And if it means the players leave for nothing, then they leave for nothing. Because by the time you've got an early start to the season, you've got a World Cup, you've got an extended season that runs into the end of May. That's an awful lot of football to be played. And if we want to be challenging to win honours, you need five forwards. And this January proved that. We got away with one this this January because we were so heavily over-dependent on Mo and Sadio and Jota and Bobby 
that we were hoping, remember in December, we were all saying, hoping and praying that Ox and, so you know, Tacky would do something and get us over the hump in January and then they'll all be back in February and then we can go again. But if you've got five top quality forwards that you can rotate over that long season, it just, it makes absolutely no sense to break that up. None. There's no valid reason to do it. If anything, you reduce the age in midfield by adding a couple of players of quality. But, the midfield isn't as broke as what people think because you look at, we've missed Elliot for long periods of time this season. He's going to be a year further down the line. He's going to be that bit better. I don't think it's major surgery. It's probably one or two players that need to come in to reduce the age, improve the quality, but it's not drastic. The Diaz signing gives so many different options. Like Keith was saying about the um, transfer, about wage negotiations and contract negotiations that are to come. That gives you an awful lot of strength and it gives an awful lot of pulling power as well to the manager and to the club. Say, look, he's one of the brightest young prospects and he wanted to come here. So why you know, what's your excuse? Well, Dave Maddock is reporting according to Owen Comey that the Carvalho deal is off, Fulham refusing to do business with Liverpool due to a bad relationship over Harvey Elliott deal. Uh, Liverpool sold um uh, Harry Wilson to sports to, to, to Fulham so I don't know how bad the relationship well, is we didn't even, yeah we didn't even sell Harvey uh, Elliot or Harvey or what's his name Harry Wilson, Harry Wilson. To, Harry Wilson to Fulham because we haven't received a fee yet we exactly. gave them Wilson and 12 months grace that they're going to pay us this summer yeah so uh, I yeah, I don't know how bad that relationship can be. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the relationship is all right. If um, but listen, um, Owen Cummings look. Owen, well, yeah. it's um, Kevin Ball said Owen. It's the mirror reporting you made. We literally let them off paying Wilson straight away. And in fairness, Owen Cummings says, look, he's only he's only reporting there what has been said by Dave Maddock. So yeah, Sean, no, no, for sure. Uh, Fabio Cavallo, um, what do you know of him? And if they bring him in, say now. Or loan until the end of the season. What do you see from a Liverpool? Is it just an opportunistic thing for Liverpool, like Kev says, where you get him for five, you bring him in, you, he does a year. If it doesn't work, you get probably get ten or fifteen off him. And if it does work, great. It only costs us five, and we're flying. What What do you think of him? Now this is this is Harvey Elliott. He'll point out this. This is a young player who can who can go to the top, uh, and this this is coming from from Fulham fans and the thing is Gav the talk is if we don't get him now he's going to go to Dortmund and what happens when them young lads go to Dortmund yeah what straight in the team straight into straight the, team. the team Champions League in football two or three years down the line you have teams all, Euro- all over Europe clawing to get him so Liverpool seem to be looking at trying to claw out the middleman there and just getting something done uh, I can see it being done because Fulham refusing to deal with Liverpool, business with Liverpool, is just cutting your nose off to spite your face because it's a lose-lose for them, really. And we're actually kind of giving them a, a break if yeah. what, what we're led to believe is he will sign and he'll stay there for another six months. Now, look, they look all but promoted. Let's be honest, the, the, the championship is a mad league, but they are flying. Yeah. And... They will want him for the last six months of the season because he's been one of our key performances this year in terms yeah. of goals and assists. So he's seven goals in sixteen games in the in the so, championship. That's unreal. Um, f- from what I heard as well, 
this lad has already been walked around Kirby with his mum and dad and he's been sold the vision of, of exactly what's going to happen. So um, I don't, I can't see it just being, um, I can't see it now, no, we're not doing business with you. It makes really no odds to Fulham with how it looks like we're trying to do this deal. The only thing is they're going to make money because like Keith says, it won't go to Troy Bionel if he goes to Dortmund because he's leaving. He's going on to the continent mm. and there's, there's clubs queuing up. But it seems to be the case of what Liverpool do again when they get into a player's ear. It's kind of, I want to go there. A la a Virgil. But seeing it now with Diaz, I want to go there and I want to go there only. Sort Ox of thing. as well. Ox as well. Ox torn down Chelsea. Uh, and from what I led to believe, that's apparently what's going on with Bellingham. That Bellingham has his heart set on Liverpool. Yeah. Now, we'll see, but like you can't turn like football isn't like that. Like foot businessmen, these are businessmen. They're not as petty as Muppets like us or people <laughs> on Twitter. They're not. They're not turning around. Going, I'm not fucking doing business with him. They don't walk like that. No. Because they just especially when you have a player, especially when you have a player in a side that you know. You've given him a year's grace to pay from. I think it was about twelve million quid. I think, and Liverpool could literally turn and go. Listen, I tell you what, you're always twelve. Um, tell you what, keep your player till the summer and give us six, and we call it quits. And they yeah, go, and that's Grant. it. And you that's I mean? it. I mean, we won't. You won't have to go to court. You won't have to spend fucking days in court hmm. going through tribunals trying to quantify how much a player is worth. You, we'll just get it done now. You win, I win, shake hands and, and walk off. You'll see in the Premier League next year. Yeah. And like I think th- that's like don't read too much into any of that because the, from what I've gathered now, right? Poor old Jim Pierce. <laughs> you got hung out to dry today. Because <laughs> whoever told him they were gonna announce Diaz tomorrow, <laughs> he said there for a Monday announcement. And before he could even press bleed and send on the tweet. They were lashing up pictures of this fella in the Liverpool game. Yeah. So it it would seem that nobody knows Ant anymore, and it's never been more true. But what I will say is these deals seem to be way further down the line when journals are starting to feed it out. Yeah, that's and, the key. And, and I yeah. believe it's I honestly believe, not from any inside information, because I don't have any, and nobody has any. Let me tell you that <laughs> now. Nobody does. Um I'd say it's just this a medical tomorrow. Get them done. Announce them. We'll see yeah. you next summer, kid. Enjoy the rest of your year in the championship. Yeah, because we'll Fulham, Fulham, <clears throat> Fulham keep them. They don't lose a player. They've reduced the fee on Harry Wilson, essentially. Yeah. They know they're going to lose this player in the summer. But the whole thing around it is, forget the player and, and, and the contract and whatever. They are getting, they are getting a player that's going to realistically shoot them to the Premier League, which is 150 million quid, right? Yeah. And they can, and what would it cost them? 10 million in the championship, where you go, 10 million in the championship, get you a really fucking good player to shoot you up there. They can spend 25, 30, and it's exactly the same because of what you have coming in. Now, they're fairly, they're a fairly well-off club, Fulham, but listen, nobody's snipped, torn their nose up 150 million quid and rocking up to the Premier League. And, and 35, 40 million, is literally having the same impact on you as a ten million pound sign in the championship. It makes it makes no it makes no sense. Um, Reclaimer says he, we are 
three likes away from 400. And when we hit 400, he's going to tell you to keep going till you get to five. He's absolutely uh, relentless. I like his and plan. Love, I love yeah. As soon as that hits 400, he's going to go, listen, he's on 99 away from five. So um, keep going, keep going. Norman says LFC Day Trip is best fan show there is. And Mark, I think earlier said, um, Brilliant show, like listening to four mates in a pub. Um, we talk, we talk complete bollocks in the pub. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but we talk bollocks here as well. So we do, but yeah. it's much more bollocks when when we're face to face in the pub. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'd be out smoking most of the time. I don't even talk to them. Um, <laughs> so that's Carvalho. Let's look at what might go out. And Kev, I come to you first. We've talked, we've talked about Luis Diaz. In it looks like if Carvalho comes in, he's loaned. So what's the chances of one or both of Firmino, or not Firmino, Origi and Minamino going tomorrow? Because I think there's a little bit of a risk in doing both. No, I think one goes. I think logistically getting Taki out the door tomorrow is difficult. Uh, unless you're a very trusting club and you have a very trusting insurance company who are willing to insure a player on the say-so of another club who will have to do the medical on your behalf. Um, yeah, I think Taki would be a difficult one. Uh, Divock, more realistic, assuming he's fit enough to pass a medical. We still don't know. I haven't. I, I have no idea. Burnley tonight, by the way. Yeah, it, Burnley. We thought we're in for Veghorst. Yes, and the uh, Orsic. Orsic from Bel- Belgrade, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was Zagreb. Zagreb, sorry. Yeah, and I don't know if those two are done. It would make sense if those two get done. Uh, Divock Origi to Burnley would also make sense. It's close enough. He doesn't have to move house or anything like that. And it's it makes sense. The only one I can think of, I don't see, I don't see Taki going. I just don't. I'd be amazed if he went because it is a gamble. You're not really. You do, there's no need to sell both. We already had the space in the squad from the Shakiri sale to bring in Diaz. You know, um, the only one that I was expecting to be gone by now is Nat. I honestly thought Nat Phillips would have gone by now. But other things have gone in motion today that could trigger that to happen tomorrow, whether he goes south to Brighton or joins Dan Byrne at Newcastle. I don't know. I hope not. I hope he goes to Brighton. Because I think Ma- the grand Potter, he could do well. Yeah, Mahers Tottenham blog says Miros, uh, Mislav Orsic deal is off. Wakehurst is at the medical stage with Burnley. Yeah, he, he was at the training out. ground yesterday. He's six for six. Yeah, six for six. He he's was done linked, well. He's- he was linked with us, and they said he was a good fit for us because he's a high presser. You wouldn't expect that from a fellow who's six foot very six. Very technical as well. Forward. Yeah, he's yeah. a very good technical I watched him player. for Holland in the... Um, is, is it the old classic? The he's, he's, good, he's good for it. He's good with his feet. Good for feet for a big man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he'd be ideal for, for Burnley. And he's he's better than Wood. He's much better than Chris Wood. Um, I th- I'd be amazed if he... I was surprised the Orsish deal didn't happen because... Uh, he's not a young kid. I think he's 29. He might be older than that, 29, 30. But he's rapid. And he's very good at whipping crosses in. But he's left-sided. So whether it's a case they already have that boxed off or something else happened, I don't know. But I think there's going to be an awful lot of moving tomorrow. 
a hell of a lot. I think it's very yap. Wake Horse sounds like a playing Lord of the Rings character, and he's going to play yeah. a Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the funny thing like is, every time I see his name, I just think of Martin Vikhorst that played at Celtic. Do you remember the Danish guy? Yeah. Um, yeah. I always think of Martin Vikhorst. Um, Shawnee. Minamino Origi, Nat Phillips, Nico Williams being linked, apparently cutting short a cutting short a holiday to come back and maybe look at a low move. Kev has his head in his hands here for some reason. Kev watching the Chiefs. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing because Go on, tell I, us what you're saying. Right. I put this game on before when it before I came out, and I think it was twenty one three. To the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Cincinnati are 24 21. Lovely. Did he stop him? 24 21. No, he, he, yeah. he fumbled. He went back yards. Fumbled. 42. It's gone back and he fumbled. Now he, the... he recovered the fumble. All right, now, Ray Dickinson's heart will be in it. Ray Dicko is a massive Bengals fan. Um, is oh, it, are, oh, we yeah. in, are we in the last minute, like? We're literally like, in the last three seconds. seconds. It'll go to Blade Nower time, so the flip of a coin will determine. No, yeah. no, what score is it? Again. 24 uh, 21 to the Bengals. But the, the Chiefs are kicking now for a draw. Chiefs are kicking for a draw. Two oh, seconds right. left. I'm a Holmes to get hold of that in overtime. That'd be the end of it. Oh, oh, well, oh, Mahomes oh. had it there. They haven't scored in since go. the second quarter. Set, snap, kick. Kick is good. Okay. Good stuff, overtime. good stuff. So uh, into overtime in the Bengals and the Chiefs. So I'm going to watch the other one later. Is it the LA Rams? Against the Rams, the Rams um, the yeah, against yeah. Matt Roberts, um, Matt. San Francisco 49ers. Is he still Matt, a 49ers? Yeah, fan, yeah, he? yeah. He was the first name you could think of when he decided to follow um, the boys about a year and a half ago. And remember, he decided to support him and he nearly won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> and everyone in the, in the WhatsApp group was like, Oh, for fuck's sake, if the 49ers win this, we never hear the end of it. Before we go, I want just to do two things. Mm. I want just to light a candle for Ray Dickinson going into overtime here. For the Bengals. And I want to light a candle for poor Vinnie O'Connor, who has to walk on the last day of January for the fourth <laughs> time in about yeah. eight years. Yeah. He's up yeah. to a Yeah. He had dinner booked with the missus and he's to go out and all now. He's getting it in the air. About, um, about 20 past four tomorrow, Ian Earl turn up on his motorbike and knock the lights off. I care. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie will be going mad. Um, is it still Vinnie that does be down there? Yeah. Um, well, he doesn't Vinny be gets... there anymore. Yeah, no. Vinny usually expects the day off or he be out. Yeah, that's because someone Finch was it him that send anyone down there anymore since Dildo Gate. Yeah, since he yeah. stuck a Dildo yeah. in, his, in his. I was going to say somewhere else, but in his ear, um, <laughs> he stuck her in his ear. Um, but look, Shawnee, I'm coming back to you. Um, what do you think happens tomorrow? Ins and outs, Liverpool. I don't see a Regi going. Okay, I just don't. He hasn't been fit. I don't think would he even pass a medical? I don't know. True. Minamino went on the last day last year out of nowhere, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Long Southampton. Oh, I can I can see I could I could see Minamino at Leeds maybe. I could see Minamino at Leeds. Good signing um, for them. I'm with Kev. I don't think both of them go. Um, Nico Williams. I don't think he goes. I don't think so. But I do no. think he could be sold. Think he could be sold in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If we have our eye on someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um, no matter what, he'll be facilitated out the door in the summertime because you don't want to have that reputation as blocking players. Yeah, because that's that's a big no-no if you want to attract younger talent to a club. That if it doesn't work out, you can't keep them for 
endless amount of time as well. Chiefs won that toss. Fucking yeah, stupid rules in this game. Sorry. Yeah, Chiefs yeah. have won the toss. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. They need it. The they need a touchdown though. They, they yeah, need it. They on the fourth drive. Yeah. If they don't get a touchdown on the fourth drive, what happens? The play on. Then they go yeah. to the fourth four uh, touchdown. Okay, fourth touchdown or field goal? No. no. Oh, it's fumble. Okay, uh, I'm so blatant far behind Dan Marino. I was doing commentary with him. Shani's on Madden 2003 here. I have to clear this up. Jono says Ray Dicko was a fraud. He was a Giants fan. Now he's a Bengal fan. Not having that. that is so far from the truth. What that's, you're thinking of. Boring. No, what you're thinking of is. When I decided to start watching NFL about two years ago, um, because I had no interest, but the, a lot of the boys watched that, so I said, hey, I'll give it a batch. I said, who should I support? Ray Dickers says, try the joints. I think they might come good in the next couple of years. That's where you're getting that from. Ray Dicko is a Bengals fan for years and years and years, and they've been absolutely melodian yeah. for the vast majority of that time. And we're praying to God the Bengals win tonight, because I swear to God, yeah. I think I might if even go out. Win, like, we're going out for the Super Bowl. I was going to say, I go out for the Super Bowl. Yeah. If the Bengals feeling. get to it, I'll go to it. I'll go out that night. It's going to be like the hangover if they win the Super Bowl. He's looking at his phone <laughs> yeah, the next morning. He's going yeah, to be yeah. a farm. Ray Dicko with a fucking tiger on a lead walking down Grafton Street at six <laughs> yeah. in the morning. On, um, on the sta- on the statue of Phil in his shoulders at four o'clock in the morning, not a clue yeah, what's going yeah, on. Exactly. Shiny stream is on Teletext said Red Steel. <laughs> <laughs> but um Keith, I come no, to you before it. we finish up. Um ins or outs, Liverpool, what do you reckon? I reckon Tacky goes tomorrow. Um for the same reason Shawnee said I don't think Divock will pass a medical. Um I think that Phillips goes. Um I don't think Nico Williams goes. He will go in the summer. Whether we, I think we should replace him in the summer. And anyway, and I'm hoping it's not Connor Bradley. And that's no disrespect to the young lad. It's just a heaps pressure on the yeah. on the Trent that he's not going to he's not going to um, be able to rest. So I think they need to bring in a player there. But I think Minamino will go because it's the easiest one to do. Mm. I think he's a great fit for Leeds for what Bielsa wants. I think he's a very energetic player. Um, I think he could do a good job for them. So I see him going, I see, him, I see him that going. Now, whether Kev said, I think Kev is right, either Bourne, or Bourne, sorry, or Bourne, Brighton to replace Dan Bourne or Newcastle to play alongside Dan Bourne. I know he said to Kendall the other night that I think it's a dodgy one to go to Newcastle because in a year and a half, he could find himself fifth or sixth in the pecking order there if they start bringing in these big names looking, all over the and place. And looking for a club when he hasn't got as much exposure as I suppose he Exactly. Has this is yeah. strike world the iron is hot yeah. nearly. You know, yeah. he's on the Make back the of right it. Make the right move for yourself now. And set yourself up. Yeah. And if that means you drop down, a, not a level, like I'm not saying drop down the lake, but you go to a Brighton who are not as glamorous as, as Newcastle would be and the money isn't there and the excitement and all that. You do that and he picked, and I hope he does. I hope he picks the right move for himself. Mm. So I think them two go well. I think Carvalho gets done. I think, I don't know, with Sean yourself or Kev said it, the fact that the journalists are all coming out and talking about this now, literally they only come out when something is about to be done. Mm. And I think that one is is more or less going to be signed, sealed, and delivered tomorrow. I think, I think, 
I think it doesn't. If if Minamino was to go tomorrow, I know I understand Kev's point about the logistics of it. He's he's playing with Japan, but I, I don't know how much information can be got from Leeds to say right, it's all good to go. Oh. Um, Kev, what's wrong, Kev? Batting. Okay. Um, who has Kev, the ball, Kev? Uh, huh? has a. They're on third and ten on mine, and he missed the throw. Okay. All right. Uh, intercepted. Intercepted. Um, Says oh, yeah, uh, so listen, we're going to wrap this up. I think Minamino uh, does go tomorrow. I think if Origi goes, I think they might look to bring Carvalho in and not do the loan. I think they won't. They won't drop their numbers. I think Phillips will go. I don't know where. Um, and I think I don't know about Nico Williams. I think that might st- he might stay unless Liverpool have something lined up or are willing to to back themselves in a squad without Nico Williams being in it. Um, there's nearly a thousand people watching tonight, which is absolutely fantastic. There's 459 likes that brilliant 460. stuff. Um, 460, uh, brilliant stuff, but the reclaimer is fucking disgusted with you all. I have to be <laughs> honest. Um, all of you that hasn't hit the like button. Um, it's been another really good week of shows. We will be back tomorrow with the cop update, and that will be Monday to Friday. And we'll update you tomorrow then on what we have for the rest of the week. But with there being no football, we're definitely going to do a transfer window thing tomorrow night. Um, and then we'll probably throw a quiz or a draft or something in there during the week as well. We'll try to bring you as many as we can during the evenings. Um, but the days will definitely be um, me talking about Liverpool at 2pm. Um, Failacon is our charity. Make sure you have to check them out in the description. Um, you can see their website as to what they do. And you can also see the link to the donate page, which you can go and do that as well. We would much prefer if you went and hit that instead of the super chat genuinely yeah. and if you want to hit lfcdt.com on the very front page of our website you will see again the link to Failicon's website and you will also see the link to the donate page um, we nearly have the whole golf day sponsored now and people have committed their money to it we just have to collect it the players 32 of them are all signed up we're just waiting on payment for them but like literally we have a waiting list if anyone pulls out we have a waiting list which is absolutely fine and more and more people want to get involved and help out and, and have a drink with us on that day as well so that's going really really well before you hit the donate link uh, the donate link go in and look at what they're doing and I can tell you I spoke to somebody that's involved with Failicon the other day um, I'm not going to say who he is and I'm not going to say where he was but I listened to this guy. I actually listened to two voicemails from him um, with regards to what he does for them and what they try to do on a week, daily, weekly, and monthly basis. And genuinely, I must have sat for five or ten minutes afterwards before I replied to him because it, it blew me mind what these people do um, and how they look out for each other and how much effort they put in to helping parents that have been bereaved. Um, during pregnancy or just afterwards so please go and help her out please go and donate and if you can't that's absolutely fine but share it wherever you can you know if you got a video that was really funny you can guarantee you'll send it to everyone because you know that's a bit of crack this is this is a brilliant brilliant charity go and check it out okay um that has been the Fatback for tonight an amazing amount of people uh, amazing amount of people watching thanks to Shawnee Thanks to Keith. Thanks to Kev. You will see all four of us at some stage during this week. The boys are watching the American football. They're trying to hold a straight face. Why don't we do a watch along for the rest of it? What? We're on 479 oh, likes here. What? If, if we get the fo- get us the 500 likes and we watch the rest of the Bengals. What's going on? What's going on, Kev? Yeah, Bengals have got Randes play. They're up to 
probably three three yards. Yeah, second and three. So they're just running the ball, trying to get into field goal range, and they're getting close. So do the Bengals only need a field goal? Yeah, the Bengals only need a field yeah. goal. After the other fellas needed a touchdown, because yeah. they got the first well, pass. Yeah, yeah they, got, they, okay. yeah, they need got the first. That would have just not given... Okay. Uh, Shawnee, Shawnee's muted himself. He's getting very excited, and he's looking at me going, just stop this podcast we've got stuff to do he's rubbing his chin he's fucking all over his eyes are all over the place um, this is the dicko ball this is the dicko ball is crawling the walls outside of the mean in the world yeah right they made it uh, first and ten how many yards away they're in they're in they're in they're in the Super Bowl final yeah Oh my God, amazed. Well done to Dicko. Fair play, Dicko, for going to the Bengals. To the, <laughs> they're, in, to the... they're in field goal range. Good stuff. So I don't know how far behind I am. So, right. um, Yeah, a little bit behind because Jono says Bengals, the freaking Bengals, are going to the Super Bowl. Ha 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 ha. 18 more likes, people from Cab Alden for uh, yeah, 500. Listen, we're the bottom ranked side going into this as well. We're going. Um, <laughs> Jay Whelan says, fuck you, I've thrown the NFL on. We'll have everyone watching the NFL. <laughs> but listen, don't worry about the likes. On your way, you hit the like button if you haven't already. Yeah. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share if you haven't already. And most of all, keep turning up for these shows. Put your notifications on. Keep turning up. Because when you turn up, we turn up. And we have a lovely, lovely time. We're out of here. Yeah. Good luck. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.